WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Thousands of Michigan high school graduates looking to pursue a higher education will receive a much-needed financial aid from the state thanks to new legislation. Governor Gretchen Whitmer was at Lawrence Tech in Southfield to sign the new bipartisan Michigan Achievement Scholarship Bill this week. It will allocate $250 million from the state's budget to provide scholarships for high school graduates. This scholarship, though, is going to apply to all of the graduates from our high schools, um, starting with this next year or so. This will open up doors um, that the financial barriers are real for so many people, and this will help us. Under the bill, starting next year, those pursuing higher education will get up to $5,500. Weber says her goal is for 60% of Michigan adults to have a skills certificate or a college degree by 2030. James and Jennifer Crumley, the parents of the accused Oxford High School shooter, are taking their case to the Michigan Supreme Court. They're looking to have their charges dismissed. MNN legal analyst Charlie Langdon has details. There's two major arguments. The first argument that they want the Michigan Supreme Court to deal with would be they're saying legally the Crumley parents should not be prosecuted for the murder murders committed by their kid. In other words, there's no link between the mur- between the Crumleys, whatever they did, and the murder of uh, by their uh, son. The other argument involves the journal entries and text messages by their son, Ethan, who's accused of killing four classmates last year at Oxford High School. The parents say the materials should not be admissible in the trial. A reproductive rights rally will be held this weekend in Allegan. The group Speak Up Allegan is planning the event at the corner of Marshall Street and Hubbard Street starting at 2 p.m. They're holding the rally as the November 8th election nears. Michigan voters on that date will decide on Proposal 3, which would protect reproductive freedom in the state constitution. That includes abortion. The rally will be followed by a 3 p.m. event at the Griswold Auditorium on Hubbard Street, featuring speakers discussing bodily autonomy and the consequences of having none. On hand will be Democratic State Senate candidate Kim Jorgensen-Gain, who is running for the 20th District. The Senate 20th covers Berrien County from around Stevensville, eastward over to Pawpaw and Van Buren County, and north all the way to Saugatuck and other parts of Allegan County. A summit on impaired driving in Michigan has been held to shed some light on the stark increase in fatal crashes seen on Michigan's roads in the last few years. AAA Michigan spokesperson Adrian Woodland tells us the event in Dearborn this week included representatives of the Prosecuting Attorneys Association of Michigan, Michigan State Police, and AAA. She notes the discussion about driver safety now has to include warnings about a driving under the influence of marijuana. In 2021, there were 275 drug-involved traffic fatalities in Michigan, which accounts for about 24% of the total number of people killed. Woodland says AAA will keep this issue at the forefront to educate drivers. Facilitating this conversation was certainly the next step in the important traffic safety work that we continue to do. And, you know, we definitely want to continue to do more in the way of public education on this topic. Woodland says that there were 357 alcohol-involved traffic fatalities in Michigan in 2021. That, combined with the drugged driving fatalities, has officials concerned Discussions at this week's summit included using oral fluid to find drugged drivers. The Twin City Players took a break in their rehearsal of The Psychic this week to honor the author of the play, Sam Bobrick, on the anniversary of his death. 
Show director Renee Wright recently discovered that Bob Rick was a 1950 graduate of Benton Harbor High School. That's after they had already decided to perform his play. In another twist connection, Bob Rick also graduated with assistant director at Jody Wilson's grandfather. It just jarred my memory. I was pretty sure my grandpa graduated in 1950. I knew from Benton Harbor High School. Funny enough, Larry Nielsen, who's a part of the theater, his wife, her mom, also went to Benton Harbor High School and graduated in 49. Today, I just visited the Benton Harbor Library and they gave me a copy of the 1950 yearbook to find both of them in it. And so that was pretty cool. Very crazy coincidence. Bob Rick is best known as the creator of Saved by the Bell, also wrote for Captain Kangaroo, The Andy Griffith Show, The Flintstones, Bewitched, and the Smother Brother, Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. He penned more than 40 plays and is credited with co-writing the Elvis Presley song, The Girl of My Best Friend. He died October 11th, 2019. The state of Michigan will have around three times as much funding this year for its weatherization assistance program, thanks to the bipartisan federal infrastructure package. Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Deputy Director for Opportunity Louis Rubel tells us when someone signs up for the program, it sends technicians to their home to look for ways to protect against the elements. These are all certified trained professionals in weatherization. This is really grounded in the reality that there is a building science to this. The techs look at airflow and appliance efficiency, among other things. State weatherization specialist Maddie Camelade says the program is available for those with an income level of up to 200 percent of the federal poverty level. The state works with local agencies. Every county in Michigan is served by the Weatherization Assistance Program. So no matter where residents are, there is an agency that works in that area. In the Benton Harbor area, that agency is Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency, or SMCAA. The infrastructure package gives the state more than $183 million for the Weatherization Assistance Program this year than in previous years. Anyone interested in finding out if they qualify can contact the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency. There's been a new shipwreck found in Lake Superior. The Great Lakes Shipwreck Historical Society says a 292-foot ship named Barge 129 was found in 650 feet of water, 35 miles off of Vermilion Point, which is near Whitefish Bay. The Society's Corey Adkins says they found the ship in 2021 but couldn't confirm it right away. We sat on it for a year because it takes a crew to actually get the ROV out there and put it down and identify it. So we didn't know what it was all winter last year until we put the ROV down on it and um, we, you know, we ID'd it as Barge 129, which is an old whaleback, which are which are very unique uh, Great Lakes vessels. Crews used side-scan sonar to find the ship, which sank during a storm 120 years ago. Atkins says the remote-operated vehicle shows that Barge 129 was destroyed. And there will be a new way to celebrate Halloween this weekend in St. Joseph, thanks to the Silver Beach Center. It's planning its first-ever Boo Bash to be held at the Silver Beach Carousel. The event will feature a variety of family-friendly activities, including a photo backdrop for personal pictures, boo-it-yourself cookie decorating, fresh apple cider, popcorn and chips, and a cash bar. Everyone's invited to come down from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday at 333 Broad Street for the fun. The admission will be $10, although it's free for those age 3 and under. It will include one free ride on the carousel. We'll have a link to get tickets at our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. President Biden answered a few quick questions as he departed the White House today before traveling to Colorado. 
ABC's Karen Travers has the latest on what the president's saying about Russia and Ukraine. President Biden today at the White House said Russia's recent attacks on civilian locations in Ukraine are, quote, brutal, adding that the attacks are, quote, beyond the pale. The president told CNN in an interview he has no intention of meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin when they attend the same world leader summit next month, but did say he would consider talking with Putin if it were about the release of WNBA star Brittany Griner. Asked today if he's seen any movement on on Griner's case, the president said, quote, not with Putin. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. The White House has laid out national security strategy aimed at checking an assess- ascendant China and a more assertive Russia. That's even as it stresses domestic investments are key to helping U.S. the U.S. compete in the critical decade ahead. The administration's release of its first national security strategy document today stresses the need for a foreign policy that balances the interests of global allies with those of middle America, middle class Americans. The new strategy paper also reflects a long list of crises that have left the world facing shared challenges, including climate change, food insecurity, diseases and inflation. The documents are required by statute. The Kremlin is slamming the West for what it calls provocative nuclear rhetoric. More if maybe sees Inez de la Quatera at the foreign desk. The Kremlin scolding Western leaders for engaging in what it is calling provocative nuclear rhetoric. This after President Putin warned the West last month that he was not bluffing when he said he would be ready to use nuclear weapons. The Kremlin also slamming recent comments made by NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. Stoltenberg this week saying a Russian victory in Ukraine would be a defeat for us all. The Kremlin saying that could be considered confirmation that NATO is fighting on Ukraine's side. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been ordered by a Connecticut jury to pay $965 million to people who suffered from his false claim that the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a hoax. The verdict is the second big judgment against the InfoWars host for claiming the massacre was staged. It came in a lawsuit filed by the relatives of eight victims. An FBI agent who responded to the shooting was also the plaintiff. Jones now believes the shooting was real, but he says he had a right to publicly question whether it happened. A Texas jury in August ordered Jones to pay $50 million to the parents of another slain child. Georgia's Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker says he's ready to move on after allegations of hypocrisy when it comes to abortion rights. More from ABC's Faith Abube. GOP Senate candidate Herschel Walker tells ABC's Lindsey Davis that his unnamed ex-girlfriend is, quote, lying about the Senate candidate paying for her abortion and then urging her to do it again when she became pregnant again years later with their now 10-year-old son. I know nothing about an abortion. I know it's a lie. And, and I said it was a lie, and I'll just move on. The Georgia race is expected to decide which party controls the U.S. Senate. President Biden today asked to weigh in on the Walker campaign controversy and whether his party can keep the Senate seat currently held by Democrat Raphael Warnock. Negative and yes. Faith Abube, ABC News, Washington. Tens of millions of older Americans are about to get what may be the biggest raise of their lifetimes. On Thursday, the U.S. government is set to announce what is virtually certain to be the largest increase in Social Security benefits in 40 years. The boost is meant to allow beneficiaries to keep up with inflation and how it's generated stirs plenty of controversy. Critics say the data used to set the increase does not reflect what older Americans are actually spending. It's also a one-size-fits-all increase, which means those receiving benefits get the same raise regardless of where they live or how big of a nest egg they have. Kids as young as five can soon get updated COVID-19 booster shots. The tweaked boosters rolled out last month for Americans 12 and older are shots designed to target the currently spreading Omicron variants. On Wednesday, the Food and Drug Administration authorized kid-sized versions for 5 
for ages 5 through 11. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention also signed off. Officials hope to expand protection against an expected winter surge. And the rants from Kanye West show no sign of slowing down. More from ABC's Jason Nathanson. Kanye West was so unhinged during an interview this week for the HBO series The Shop that the episode won't air. That according to one of the show's hosts, Maverick Carter, who tells Anscape, West used the interview to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. And they won't air the episode because they'll never use their channels to promote hate. Anscape says West's comments included more anti-Semitic remarks, similar to what got him locked out of Twitter and Instagram over the weekend. We're told show co-host and producer LeBron James was not around for the interview. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.